Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my free Creative Headspace Challenge. Head over to creativespark.link forward slash headspace and learn how to calm your mind, clear your thoughts and open up headspace for creativity. Now let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to episode six of the Creative Spark podcast. Today we're going to talk about permission, specifically how waiting for someone to grant permission keeps you creatively stuck. In this episode, I want to help you overthrow your permission programming. Most of us spent the first 18 years or so of our lives asking our parents permission to do things, especially if they were fun. So can I go over to a friend's house or can I go to the movies or can I get a dog? (laughs) You know, that's basically all the things I used to ask. Actually, no, I used to ask, can I have a pony? That was the other thing. And eventually I got one. But the request was usually met with a firm no. Or you'd get a series of negotiations and questions and then there might be a yes, but with conditions. So yes, but make sure you're home by nine o'clock. Yes, but make sure a parent drives you home. So is it any wonder that when we turned 18 and we could do anything we wanted, within reason, we still kind of behaved ourselves because the permission programming was ingrained. So technically, one of the jobs of a parent is to program good habits that will last us a lifetime. So every time I brush my teeth or wash my hands... I know it's because of the ingrained programming I received as a child. Every time I go to cross the road, I look right and left. This childhood programming has saved my life more than once. However, permission programming is not as useful when we become adults. The idea that we need to ask permission to do something fun, it no longer serves us, especially if our parents are no longer around. Who do we ask then for permission? So I grew up with a friend and her mother was very prim and proper and could be quite disapproving at times of some of the wacky things that (laughs) she and I would like to do. And so my friend was always quite keen to make sure that she did things that her mum would approve of. Now the fact is we're 50 years old now and her mother died 27 years ago but she still restricts doing things because she's worried that her mother is going to disapprove. That's where permission programming is ingrained and we really need to fight hard to overcome that permission programming as a creative. Creativity and taking risks are two of those things which are fun and slightly dangerous. So as a teenager, I would have definitely had to ask permission to do fun stuff like paint a mural or start a business. As an adult, considering any of these creative activities can kind of bring up those same feelings of excitement and dread. As a result, we often defer the permission giving in these instances to spouses or friends or family, and it's usually under the guise of asking their advice. Now think about this. If an opportunity or an idea occurs to you, do you find yourself asking people whether you should do something, especially if it's fun and creative? Often this is us actually asking permission under the guise of asking advice. And I know you might say that, well, if I'm going to run off and join a band and play a gig, I probably should get my husband's permission. But the fact is, we're using it as a crutch or a creative block that if somebody else might disapprove or it inconveniences somebody else, then we might not do it. And that's the excuse that we use rather than the fact that we're actually just scared to do the thing. It might sound silly, but I find the easiest way to permit myself to do something is to write a permission slip. 
So, you know, those little pieces of paper they used to give out at school. So if you were in class and you needed to go to the toilet or you were called to the principal's office, you'd have to get these permission slips from the teachers. And then that way, if you're walking around the corridor in school, you're able to kind of have a free pass. And some schools have these people called hall monitors who will make sure that, you know, you're going where you're supposed to go and you've got permission to be there. So now that you're a grown-up, if you really need to write yourself a permission slip, have a think about who is the they who's going to catch you? Who is the they you're worried about is going to disapprove that you're going somewhere that you shouldn't be? Who are those people? Are they real? Do they really have control over you? Or are you making a mental construct as a way to, you know, use it as an excuse to not have to do the scary thing? So the solution to all of this permission programming is to give yourself permission. Once you understand that subconscious permission programming is controlling your thoughts and behaviours, it can actually be quite terrifying to realise it was you keeping yourself small all along. And I'm sorry, but the bad news is now that you know this, you have to do all the fun and creative and dangerous things that you were putting off. Clearing your brain of permission programming makes way for decision making. It's time to decide what you want to permit yourself to do. And often this is the magic question. When you clear the permission block, you become aware that you were using it as a handy crutch to avoid making decisions. So permitting yourself is only part of today's activity. You're also deciding what fun, exciting and dangerously creative things you'd like to do if only you were allowed. Now, if you think it's too silly to give yourself permission, I'm giving you permission. So how do we do this? Grab your pen and notebook, as usual. <laughs> Find a quiet place away from prying eyes and write a list of all the fun, creative and dangerously exciting things you would do if only you had permission to do them. Now, choose one of them and write yourself a permission slip. Once you've written the permission slip, for bonus points, go do the thing you just gave yourself permission to do. Now, if you want a permission slip template, you can access the companion course to my Creative Space book for free. If you go to creativespace.link forward slash course, you can download your permission slip template. I hope this episode has helped persuade you to understand where your permission programming is keeping you stuck. I look forward to hearing about all the creative things you've given yourself permission to do. Head to creativesparkpodcast.com forward slash blog forward slash episode six and look for the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to creativesparkpodcast.com for all the resources mentioned in this episode. Please also head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss episodes when they pop up every few days. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and I will be back again very soon with another Creative Spark to light up your day.